Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, father. We provide content to help men become the men they want to be. My name is Brent and I am the Fallible Man. I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers, but I'm on a journey just like you. Maybe we can help each other as we search to become the men we are meant to be. On today's show, we're going to look at how to instantly appear more physically confident. Now, everybody wants to portray confidence, whether you're trying to impress someone socially like some friends or maybe a, a girl, or maybe you are trying to appear more confident for professional reasons. Whatever it is, in general, most of us want to appear more confident. Most of us want to give off that aura of confidence around us. It also makes you safer, right? Whether you're walking down the street, nobody wants to be a victim, or whether you're just, you know, tired of getting picked on, appearing more confident will help you with all that. Stick around. And we're going to talk about some helpful tips on how to execute our suggestions more effectively. We're going to roll the uh, intro video, grab your cup of coffee or whatever you like to drink, and uh, stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Welcome back, guys. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. You're a returning listener. I'm grateful that you're back again, guys. Grab your coffee, grab your energy drink, grab your bourbon, whatever you like to drink while you listen to these things, and hang out for a while. Guys, all of us want to be more confident. You know, all of us want to appear to have that physical confidence. I apologize now if you're watching the video show of this, which airs one week after the audio version. I may have to look down a little more. I had a crazy issue with my microphone and my recording equipment, and so we're totally rolling off the cuff today. It's uh, kind of crazy, so hopefully this works, and uh, this isn't a total waste of our time, and the audio isn't complete trash. But I digress. All of us want to have that confidence, guys. All of us know what I'm talking about, too. That physical confidence that comes with the iconic people we can imagine, right? Some of you are like me and like some of the older actors. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson. These guys were iconic in their different movies. And part of that was the physical confidence they portrayed everywhere they went. I mean, they walked in the room and like you were just drawn to them. Now, and it's not, not just because the camera was on them. Uh, that would be too easy. But they walked in the room and you just knew who they were and what they were about. In more modern movies, one of my favorite actors for this particular thing is Henry Cavell or Cavell. I apologize if I said that wrong. He's a British actor. He is the one who played Superman in Man of Steel. He, uh, also played Superman in the Justice League movie and, uh, Batman versus Superman. It's horrible as that was. That wasn't his fault. That was just bad writing. But more recently, uh, maybe you saw the TV series that Netflix did 
think it was Netflix original or Hulu, one of the two. There are so many streaming services, I cannot keep track of it anymore. Be sure and comment if you know what I'm talking about. Let's share our frustrations on that one because it's driving me nuts. But um, I, I enjoyed The Witcher. I enjoy the video games, so I was really curious about how they would do with the show. And the main character, Henry Cavell, did it really well because he has this presence that just you're drawn to him. Whether you hate him or him, you love him, you're just drawn towards this presence. And he just strews confidence. It's incredible. And Henry Cavell is really just his physical acting conveys that so well which is hilarious if you see the guy in an interview when he's not recording a movie or a show because he is just a crack-up and he doesn't take himself serious at all. So it's kind of cool. But even in an interview, like he has a commanding presence about him that comes from that confidence that we all want to have. There's other actors that do it. I don't want to waste a whole lot of time pointing out examples. If uh, one pops out to you, put it in the comments. Put it in down uh, whether you're listening to this in the car please don't write anything down in the car but if you're listening to this at your desk or on your phone comment wherever you're listening i'd love to know i'd love to hear about it but you all know what i'm talking about right so we all want to be that way that's just we want to be that way so we're going to talk about i think four i'm having to go back and forth between paper notes today uh Sorry if it crinkles in the audio. I'm going to talk about four different points to help you achieve that physical confidence. And guys, I want you to be confident, actually confident, not just portray physical confidence, but I want you to be actually confident too, but that takes time to develop and this will help you get there. And I can tell you firsthand, as someone who does a lot of interviews and has been hiring people for a long time, Physical confidence will help you professionally. There is a huge difference between somebody who walks into an interview and is physically confident, and you can see it in the way they move and the way they present themselves. Because if you don't believe in you, I'm not going to believe in you either during an interview. So this will help you in all kinds of ways, not just socially, but professionally as well. So we're going to jump into the main points here. Some of you going, oh, about time. Point number one, guys. Slow, almost languid, purposeful movements. And, and let me paint you a picture here. It's the idea of a prey movement versus a predator movement. And I'll go to this several times today to help you visualize this. So... If you watch nature shows, I love nature shows. Um, my daughters love old reruns of The Crocodile Hunter or uh, Crikey, it's the Irwins. But there's some very valuable information there. If you watch prey animals, they're skittish. They're always antsy. They're always nervous. They even managed to hit it in the live-action version of Disney's Jungle Book pretty well, where they're all coming to the waterhole. Prey animals, so we're talking, you know, usually herbivores and omnivores, but specifically herbivores that are usually food for other animals are very skittish and they're quick to react and 
Whereas predators, they only expend the energy when they need to. Everything is purposeful. If you watch a lion looks like one of the laziest animals in the world until it's time to kill something. And then it is just a nightmare of speed, power, claws, and teeth. But they are very just easy going. The world moves at their pace. The world moves on their time. They're not in a hurry to go anywhere they don't want to go. And they're not in a hurry if they're not after food. Everything is just slow and graceful. They move at their pace. The heck with the rest of the world. They move however they're going to move. Confident men move in the same way. Even in their speech patterns. They're not rushed. When you move at your pace, you subtly communicate to other people that you're not feeling pressured or intimidated or scared. And it's perceived as confidence. Now, that's that's the way you physically move. That's also the way you physically react to things and the way the speed in which you speak. If you have very rushed physical movements, then it better be to go do something, right? Purposeful movements. If you move with the world at your control, it makes you appear more confident. Now, I'm not saying if you have places to be and things to do that you strut really slow, okay? There are times to move with a purpose. When you're trying to achieve something in a job, there are times to move with a purpose. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to dog it on your work. This is not an excuse. Oh, I'm trying to look more confident. Brent said to try and look more confident. I should move slow. No. Okay. But when you're not on the clock, when you're not working for somebody else's time, be slow in your and not slow for slow sake, but be slow and purposeful in your movements. Now, we can contrast this. There are big, fast movements that are confident as well. Right? If, I mean, some people just explode really big, and that's because they're confident and they got it. And they're, ah, yeah, right? We all had that, yeah, moment, right? But that's confidence. That is what I'm. So (laughs) that sounds very contradictory to what I just said, but you have to decide what your normal reaction is going to be. Okay. If you are that person where your confident movements are fast and explosive and uh, celebratory like that or loud, that's fine. If that is a movement for when things are good, you have to think, in contrast to your fear reaction. So if you're anxious and nervous and fearful or intimidated, if you would normally mouse up and kind of dog it, then maybe huge explosive movements are going to convey your confidence better. Whereas if 
you get under that kind of pressure and intimidated instinctively you are quick and jerky like like an antelope or a gazelle slow down strut a little be intentional in the way you move it will go contrary to your fear response is to what you want to tackle okay does that make sense so there are two different ways this can go and it's whatever contradicts your base nature to react physically does that make sense is everybody tracking here i i know it almost sounds like i'm contradicting myself but i'm really not two ways to achieve it i'm, I'm a hammer this death aren't i two ways to achieve it if you were fearful and that means you slow down and get mousy go the other direction if you are skittish and quick like a gazelle and antelope and jerky and, and that's how you get when you're intimidated or feeling pressured or slow down be purposeful be intentional in your movement either way and that will do huge things for how you come across to other people remember it's prey versus predator a lion is both fast and he struts it's just when the situation demands it. He is always in control, though. and He is always going to do, go at the pace that is appropriate for him, not because he is intimidated or afraid of anything else. Hey, and if you're getting anything out of this, be sure to like and subscribe or share this content with your friends. That helps me out. If you're on YouTube, hit the little bell notification so you get notified. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this set that helps us a lot too point number two be comfortable turning your back on others now i don't want you guys to be rude but the person who ends the conversation and walks away is usually the one who had more power in the given situation now that only works let me be really clear that only works if you are in control of the situation. You actually end the situation. That does not work if you go pout and walk away and take your ball because you don't want to play anymore. That doesn't count if you just got frustrated and threw up your hands and had a little hissy fit and walked away because you didn't want to carry the conversation anymore. I am talking about intentional, purposeful, in the conversation, whether that's a mic drop moment Please don't drop the mic. Sorry, sound guy. Whether it's a mic drop moment or you end the conversation and walk away because you end the conversation with, no, this is how it is, period, dot, I'm right, and you walk away from the situation. The person who does that and walks away is usually the person in control. Partially because of our animal nature years of evolutionary biology and you refer back to uh i think episode 11 i was talking about that your back is your weak point if you watch animals in nature they don't give their back to anything that is a threat to them because that is your weak point you think it's the soft belly but it's really not that's just the soft part you're most vulnerable with your back to somebody showing your back to people communicates that you are not concerned or threatened 
by their presence. Let's go back to that predator-prey scenario, right? With our lions and out in the savannah, that's just a good example. Right? Lions will lay down and take a nap wherever they want to. They can go to sleep and they're not worried about anything. There can be all kinds of zebras, antelope, anything can be around them. They're just like, whatever, it's nap time, I'm out. They're not concerned about anybody. They don't care if those animals, if they have their back to those animals, they're not going to do anything about it. That is the kind of confidence that turning your back shows. You are physically more vulnerable. Use this technique with a grain of salt, guys, because if uh, you're trying to prove you're tough and confident and the person behind you is way more dangerous than you are or more of a threat, turning your back to him is probably a really bad idea. But if we're just talking about strutting it in the office or in a social situation, giving your back says, hey, I'm not concerned about this. Now, don't be a jerk either. Okay? Lions, crocodiles, they can just laze about or whatever because they are the king. And they're not concerned about anything. Even a crocodile is not concerned about the lion. The lion, well, just stays away from the water because he knows if he gets too close, it's a crocodile's land or crocodile's territory. But that's how it works in the animal world. Now, you have to give some relevance to the human world that doesn't work the same way. At least not entirely. Don't be a jerk with this movement. Ignoring somebody when they walk in the room is just rude. If, especially if they're coming to see you or trying to interact with you, ignoring somebody is just rude. It's disrespectful. And that just makes you look like a jerk. It doesn't make you look confident. It makes you look like an ass. But, you know, greet somebody, whether you acknowledge them, don't do the guy head nod thing. What up? What's up? Right? I always do the head nod thing. I don't know. I don't even know where that comes from. I have to research that one one of these days. But, you know, you want to extrude confidence? When they enter the room and they're coming at you, stand up, shake their hand firmly, greet them. Then you can go back to what you're doing. And they can wait till you have a moment to talk to them. Much like I don't let my daughters just interrupt me repeatedly. It's because I'm in charge. They're on my time. So you can really be rude with this. Don't physically be rude to people on purpose. That's a bad idea. But showing your back can really put the I'm in control and not concerned out there very clearly. Combined with slow language movements, and you're really on a ball here. Sorry for the paper, crink paper crinkle. I have to turn my notes over. We're going to take just a second and roll the sponsor clip, and we'll be right back, guys. Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.TheFallibleMan.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at The Fallible Man or at Fallible Man on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our Attitude Swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.TheFallibleMan.com. All right, welcome back. I hope you uh, 
topped off your coffee or whatever you were drinking. Point number three, guys. Confident people can afford to handicap themselves. Now, what that means is that you can afford to show what some people would consider a weakness. Um, This gives you an opportunity actually to be more just honest, which is seen as a very confident trait anyway. You can disclose things that other people aren't comfortable disclosing nonchalantly and, and just not even be worried about it. Because confident people aren't worried about everybody else's reaction. And they're not worried about something they're exposing being used against them because they don't care. Um, for example, we'll go back. Henry Cavell. I'm probably saying his name horribly wrong. I do apologize, sir, if you ever see this. I think the world of you is an actor. He was doing an interview with some of his co-stars from The Witcher. And someone, I think the host was teasing him about being a gamer. Because Henry Cavell is a big computer nerd. He likes to play, I think, World of Warcraft. Whatever is that? He likes to play World of Warcraft and some other games like that. Maybe it's just World of Warcraft. I don't really know what all games he plays, but he is a really well-known computer gamer in Hollywood. And when the host was teasing him about it, he was like, yeah, no, everybody, uh, everybody, you know, I, I wear my nerd proudly on my sleeve, I think is what he said. Some people would see that as a handicap. You know, if that's what you're into, don't let it be a handicap. Don't let someone talk down to you because of it. That's silly, especially in this day and age where gaming can be a full-time profession. My goodness, it's kind of hilarious to me. All the years that gamers got teased and, you know, you got guys doing esports and making a living playing video games. It's incredible. The world is just wild these days when it comes to things like that. But maybe it's something else. Maybe you like rom-coms and you're a big guy and, and you like rom-coms and, you know, some people don't see that as manly. Well, we're with pride. And if something, I'm not saying over, like, throw it out there just to, Give yourself a certain appearance of confidence. That doesn't work. It looks really stupid if you throw in one of these moments of honesty and clarity in an inappropriate time. Don't throw it out there. It's like, um, okay, (laughs) that was kind of strange and out of left field. No, but if something comes up, right? If you're in a conversation and you're with a group of people and someone's like, dude, I heard you like rom-coms. Own it. If that's what you enjoy, maybe you enjoy him by him yourself. Maybe you enjoy him with someone special, but you're like, oh yeah, I love rom-coms. They're great, man. They're just a total break from the day. And I love it. I love to sit down with my wife or I love to sit down with my friend and we just eat some popcorn and watch rom-coms and get a laugh out of how silly they think the world looks. Own the moment, guys. If you are confident, you can handicap yourself because for you, it's not a handicap. People who aren't confident see things like that as a handicap. People who are fearful about what other people think see things like that as a handicap. Um, I walked into work one day and immediately got crap. 
because my fingernails were painted. And they're like, okay, dude, uh, something you want to tell us? I looked him square in the eye and said, yeah, my beautiful six-year-old daughter painted her daddy's nails last night and had a great time. Mic drop. Turned my back, walked away. Nobody's going to mess with a dad who is indulging his six-year-old child and spending time with them. Nobody. Some people think it was weird that I didn't get it off before I went to work, but nobody said a word. It was over. That's all I had to do. Other people I ran into throughout the day was like, uh, like six-year-old. Oh, mic drop moment. It's over. Nobody is going to mess with it. And that can be about all kinds of things, guys, whether it's you like rom-com or whether you're a gamer or whatever your particular thing is. If you own it and wear it like a badge of honor where someone else would see it as something to pick on you for, you think you're like, eh, whatever. It's nobody cares and I don't. You instantly disarm the whole situation and turn it around for your benefit because now you're like, they're like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I was totally going to rag on you, but that didn't work, huh? It just makes you look strong and them look weak. It's a total confidence move. Only people who are confident are that comfortable. Point number four, and guys, I, I hope you're enjoying this. Again, be sure and subscribe for my podcast listeners. Share this with your friends. That really helps me out and leave a review. And if you're watching this on YouTube the following week, guys, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Share our channel. Share us on social media. We're everywhere you want to be at The Fallible Man. Daily content. Now, point number four is extreme non-reactivity. I used to have this manager, and we had this running joke because he was just so chill about everything. We used to joke that, you know, one day, there could be a fire in the building and he'd be like strolling down the hall because dude just strutted and he would be just strolling down the hall, hands in his pockets, just chilling his way through the building. Like, dude, building's on fire. Get out. Dude, you should leave. The building's burning. Like just like it wasn't even a thing because he was just so laid back. But there's something to be said for extreme non-reactivity. And I know you guys are probably sick of it by now, but we're going to get back to the animal kingdom, right? Like I said, prey animals are totally skittish animals. You watch any kind of prey animal. I uh, I went to high school in Wyoming. Lots of antelope in Wyoming. Like bazillions of antelope. I'm, I don't even know if that's a number, but my goodness, it was unreal. And they are skittish animals. If there is a predator, they are gone. On the move. You get too close, they are on the move, anything that's out of the normal, anything that breaks the calm silence of their lives, they're gone. Just quick, 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 quick. They are constantly watching. Hunting antelope is actually very difficult because they are so alert all the time. They are a prey animal. Their only option is to run. Gazelle are the same way in Africa. You know, they are just constantly alert. Tweet, tweet, tweet. They are totally reactive to the situation. 
when you are non-reactive, especially emotionally, it portrays a level of confidence that most people are not comfortable with. On the other hand, when you see people easily succumb to an emotional situation or the emotion of the situation, I should say, or the emotion of the people around them, and they have a emotional reaction because of it, it makes them look really unstable and easily manipulated. It makes them look very fearful and very confident people don't react like that. And so when you're easily keyed by a situation or the people around you, that's not confidence. That's just an emotional burst. Emotional, emotional outburst aren't seen as confident. Emotional outbursts are things that uneasy people do. So that non-reactivity you see in really resilient people, you see it in really confident people. They see the situation, they process the situation, they decide the best course of action, and they calmly react when it's appropriate, but not before, not during, they don't lose it. These people are really great at being first responders and police, especially like police officers or ambulance people, even our firemen. Um, so yeah, all the first responders love those guys. Being extremely non-reactive lets you keep your wits about you. Calm people who are not easily triggered are seen as more confident and capable. Whatever's coming at them, they can handle. When you see that the intensity of the situation or what's going on around is not going to elicit a emotional reaction, you automatically just know that, that person is like, I'm in control. This is not a big deal. And that portrays it very clearly to the people around you. Now, you stuck with me this long. So let me say one more time. Be sure and hit the subscribe button as we wrap up. Guys, here's what you've been waiting for. These four, subject, four suggestions. Move purposely, slowly. The opposite of your fear reaction. Don't be afraid to give your back to people. Because that tells them that you're not worried about it. Don't be afraid to handicap yourself. Because you can. It's not going to hurt you. In fact, it's going to have the opposite effect. An extreme non-reactivity. These physical traits. and Are more of an emotional trait, to be honest. So... Here is one of the most effective ways you can implement those things. Now, everybody has an emotional soft spot. Everybody has an emotional trigger or a weak spot that gets them in trouble. This might be someone close to you. This might be a relationship. This might be your spouse or your friend. Everybody has that scenario that makes them uncomfortable. Maybe you're bad at interviewing. I know a lot of people who are really bad at interviewing. Maybe you're bad at test taking. Everybody has that situation or that person or both that really, you know, you know, it's coming a mile away. 
because they always get you wrong. So make a list of those triggers. Make a list. I hate to use the word trigger, but make a list of those triggers. Write them down, actually. Like physically write them down and identify who those people are, what situation those are, what situations those are. Write them down and make a plan how you're going to handle that situation. Okay, identify the trigger. Now, plan out your reaction, how you want to react to it. I want you to practice it. I want you to visualize it. Visualizing is 100% effective, guys. People blow that all the time, but the science is there. Visualizing is so important. So plan it, practice it, visualize it until you start getting more comfortable with that just being your automatic response. Plan for those responses. And then when you're faced with those trigger scenarios, you can implement these new tactics to appear more confident and not let it get the better of you. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. I appreciate your time. Thanks for hanging out with me. I am the fallible man. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And I'll see you next time. This has been the fallible man podcast, your home for everything, man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.